like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. I want to share something that I found on the kinky social media website called FetLife. Uh, this is the kind of thing we see with thirsty people who are exploring our kinky spaces. Oftentimes people uh, that are more vanilla in nature will try to come into BDSM and kink spaces and they'll try to explore and oftentimes they bring a bit of toxicity with them. Um, they are also bring quite a bit of uh, being naive and uh, their vanilla-ness really kind of shows through or shines through. And so we have to approach them with a bit of a grain of salt and... Um, uh, just realize who is in our spaces. We need to be able to vet people, just like we vet um, potential play partners. We need to vet the people that we read. Um, when you're reading somebody, reading something about someone or seeing someone's reaction or seeing what their activity uh, is on in within our social media spaces, um, you have to be able to discern who they are. Um, apart from who they present to be. So they may use a term like they're a dom, but they're not really dominant. They're a vanilla person that's just looking for some kind of rough sex or some kind of hookup or just looking to get some free porn off of you. All right. Uh, this comes from a user named Brave. And this writing is several years old, but it still is very relevant to the times that we live in. All right, you signed up. You've done some searching. You've found your coworkers' tits. Now you've got your cock in your hand, and you're looking to park it down a barely legal throat. Oh, yeah. You ferociously type, one-handed, posting to as many local groups as you can. Personals, singles, threesomes, femdom. You're not even 100% sure what a femdom is, but it's got fem in it. So at the absolute worst, it's probably a girl who ties you up and tortures you by sucking your dick. But like, she's wearing leather gloves. It's totally agonizing. Your posts are expertly crafted. Anybody still up? Posted at 2.58 a.m.? Classic. In town for the next 38 minutes. That gives you almost 15 minutes to cuddle. Looking for discreet fun or a stranger hookup. It makes you sound mysterious, and mysterious is cruise control for sexy. Daddy and want to play with a girl? Nobody will suspect that it's you. Panties disintegrate at the sheer magnitude of your prose. Shakespeare weeps. 
All that's left to do is wait and collect on the queue of eligible pussy that's lined up outside your hotel room as we speak. So you wait. And wait. And wait and and wait. Much to your chagrin, horror, and completely unsexy humiliation, you receive not one lousy message. What's the fuck is wrong? FetLife is absolutely brimming with available sluts that can swallow a banana without even chewing. Every single person on this website exists in a constant state of orgasm withdrawal, and here you are, Cock enticingly posed to a coke next to a coke can, and nobody is biting. Not that you want biting. Maybe you do. Don't these people fuck all the time? Well, the short answer is a lot of us. Yeah. The long answer is usually not with strangers. Okay, that's still a pretty short answer. But lots of people on FetLife are absolutely insatiable fuck sleeves. There are people who are literally drowning in sex with only brief pauses to earn money and feed ourselves. They exist, but you don't get that way by being irresponsible, and you don't get access to responsible people by being a cock-hungry asshole. The boring part of being a kinkster is that finding a sexual partner, at least in most cases, it is an infinitely longer and more arduous process than anything that uh, anyone has attempted in the vanilla world. The advantage, though, is that once you're in, you're in. See, it turns out that everyone really is fucking. They're just not fucking you. Being a kinkster has a supremely high buy-in. We're neurotic. We're academic. We're really nerdy about sex and sexuality, about negotiations, vettings, contracts. We're really nerdy about this BDSM stuff. There are a hundred little tests. They're not the BDSM test that you took online. These are real-life tests, and you have to pass all of them. If you don't, somebody else will, and they'll get the keys to the sexual Lamborghini. Thankfully, Almost every single one is passed by being a good, decent person. The rest are for being fun and for being able to pick the girl you're sexting out of a police lineup. See, when you shotgun 70 private messages to a bunch of brunettes with bob haircuts, it starts to get a little dehumanizing. There's nobody out there staining their computer chair with anticipation, scouring a personal section for someone who's in town for the next three hours. There's nobody. Not a single person on the planet sees that ad and goes, finally, nobody is excited to help you cheat on your spouse or your significant other. Nobody wants to meet you without knowing how you look from the waist up. Nobody gives a shit if it's your birthday. If you're an absolute sexual dynamo, and for the rest of your life you average an hour of sex every single day, that's just 4% of your time. Four. That means that by posting those ads, sending those PMs, or having only those pictures on your profile, you're announcing to the world that you are 96% boring. 
What's more, you're essentially putting up a flashing neon sign that says, you will be used and discarded. And I hate to break it to you that even the people that explicitly say that's what they're looking for, they even they won't respond to you because it's better in the hands of the people who have passed the good, decent C tests. So get a hobby, learn someone's name, show up emotionally, be present, be less garbage. You can catch more flies with intimacy. That metaphor kind of fell apart. Now, you can read this uh, for yourself. You can search the username Brave on FetLife. But it really drives the point home that there are people in our spaces, they are they have a sincere desire for uh for sex they have a, a sincere desire for porn they're not really looking for people and the thing about bdsm is that it is about relationships and i know that they see a lot of swingers and swinging and 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 hookups and all kinds of things uh, a lot of that is people trying to entertain you with their content because there are a lot of OnlyFans types of sex workers on Fat Life that are feeding you content because they uh, they want to make money off of you. And that's perfectly a legitimate business for them. But you got to understand that those of us who are in real-life power exchange relationships are in them because we're excited about relationships. We're not just excited about your cock. We're not just excited about a pussy or some tits. All of those, those things are easily available to everyone who is into BDSM. <laughs> um, there is someone out there for everyone. There are lots of fish in the sea. Maybe you live in a small town and you think that there's no one nearby, but guess what? There's those people exist. You just got to find them. You got to meet them at the right places. So stay out of people's inboxes. Stay off of the classified ads and start going to some events. You're going to find real people are real people and they want you to be a real person, and they want you to have hobbies. They want you to um, be interesting. You know, we run this podcast, but this podcast isn't my only thing in life. BDSM education is a big part of my life. It's a big part of things that I do, but I'm a lot more than just this. Uh, they, I have hobbies. I have likes. There's certain types of music that I like. And there's then I also have opinions. I have things that that I don't like. Um, I have people that I don't like. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, there are things about me that make me a an interesting person. And but I'm an interesting person to those who I am in relationships with. Most importantly. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast where we talk about the subject of seducing eligible whores on FetLife. <laughs> uh, this was an important one because 
a lot of people, a lot of vanilla people kind of come into our uh, lifestyle and uh, they're not all looking for the same types of things. And so we definitely don't want to become cynical just because we see them in our spaces. We don't want to think that, oh, BDSM is just falling apart because these are some examples of people in the way they act in our social spaces. We want to raise the bar higher and we want to take the moral high ground in this. Um, anyways, I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast. I wanted to mention that you can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. It was a joy speaking with you, and I'll speak with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.